Welcome to the Couch of Randomness, episode number six. I am John, your host, and on the couch with me is... Rose. So today we're going to talk about the It sequel. There's some possible new casting rumors. So as game collectors, you might find something kind of weird in your cartridge. Let's see what that's about. Sounds scary. Uh, Nintendo has a new patent out that actually sounds pretty cool. I hope it happens. It, It does. Hey, everyone, it's 2018. Guess what? There's a new magazine about video games that's coming out. Wait, magazines are still a thing? And I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Sega is coming out with some new stuff. Whoa, Sega. Some of it is cool. Some of it is actually pretty cool. Um, the King of Kong? Something happened to that guy. He was a world record mm. holder for Donkey, Donkey Kong? Kong. Let's talk about that guy. Uh, and streaming games. Would you want to stream video games? And what about movies? Streaming movies? Which is already a thing. Which is already a thing, but what? Let's, what, let's, let's take a what if. Yeah. So sit down on this couch and let's have some fun. All right. Well, there was no real break this week. No. Um, no, we actually didn't go see a movie. No, we're, we're powering through... The MCU. All of the Marvel all, movies. All of them before... Oh, my goodness. Infinity Wars comes out. We've got five left yeah, at the time of this like recording. That. So uh, we're trying to get through those. Yeah, that'll be fun. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Hopefully yeah. we'll be done by those. By oh, then. I hope so. Me too. God, we're going to try. And then uh, we're working on a uh, super secret, secret, super, super secret project. Exactly. So we did, so we can't tell you about it yet. Yeah, we can't tell you about it yet. When we, we, we're done, we will. Yeah. And let's be honest, we didn't want to see Rampage. Yeah. I, I no. There's so many other things I would rather do with my life. So many more things. And so. Um, and just know. But we'll talk about a couple movies or a. Yeah. I think it's just a movie, isn't it? Well. We've got, we talk about some movies. Some later. movies, yeah, we'll talk about some movies, so. Okay, so the It sequel is coming out, isn't it next year? I think so, yeah. Or I it think might be 2020. It might be 2020. Um, but they actually just cast two more people. Uh, uh, is it rumored or is it cast? I thought it was um, rumored that they're trying. Variety they're, broke the news. Talks are still early. Okay, okay fine, yeah. fine. Uh, okay, so they're likely additions. Yes. They're talking about having James McAvoy be the main character, the leader of the Losers Club, Bill. Yep. And uh, that was played by Jaden Lieber, Lieberher in Chapter 1. And Bill Hader as Finn Wolfhard's character, uh, Richie. And Finn Wolfhard was in Stranger Things, to yes. make sure you guys remember. I don't hate these castings, actually. I kind of like it because they've presumed. already got they've already got Jessica Chastain, yeah, as Beverly. Yeah, I I was wondering what they were going to do because in the in chapter one, let's be honest, Finn Wolfhart was the biggest star. Yeah, I mean, so but that might just be well biggest star in that he was actually known. Yeah, that he was actually known. <laughs> yeah, that's your you now you're coming with, but now you've switched it from oh you have this one kid. From Stranger Things, yeah. and you have Stellan Stars Skarsgård's son. Yeah. So, I mean, you got some people in there that you kind of knew, or at least you knew the last names. But James McAvoy, I mean, Jessica Chastain, that's already I, a fantastic movie. I would love to see Jessica Chastain act opposite James McAvoy. Oh, absolutely. That would uh, be great. And then you just throw in Bill Hader, who... He's funny as in yeah. itself, so just taking what and just, Finn did. And let him loose in a rated R movie. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Just, I, yeah. I am all in on this one. Like That would be really cool. There's If this is true, which, God, I hope so. Because it really would so. really make this movie like propel itself to a higher standard of what we wanted anyway. Yeah. Because, it, because let's be honest. I really think that Chapter 2 is going to be boring. Yes. Like, the story itself, I don't know how they're going to do that. No, I I agree with you, too, because it's when we watched the original 1990s one, three hours, that's a a beating. And when they kept on going back and forth, it was the adult part. I lived for the kid part. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the adult part, I liked finally having some kind of resolution, but it was the kid part that I was invested in. Is it cool, too, that 
with but going back and forth with the adult and the kid part, the mm-hmm. adults were just pansies. I'd say something else. They really but were. That I, we got to be yeah. clean. They were pansies in that movie, and like I understand that they never kind of grew up because of their tortured time. Yeah, because they were trying Pennywise. to. Yeah, and but because they were battling Pen- Pennywise with that exactly. But there was but like on the flip side, none of the adults in that town ever really grow up because every twenty seven years this true, happens. True. Good. So point. just the fact that they left the town helps. Yeah. No, and that's a valid point too. Because yeah, it was just I'm with you. Like I, I was I'm scared for this the sequel or yeah. part two, chapter two. With but the I mean, adults. even. Even the book, apparently, like it goes back and forth. One chapter is about the kids. The next chapter is the adults. And then the kids, the adults, like it goes back and forth. Yeah. But with these three, with the the Like if these three actually make it. Yeah. If these three actually make it, I'm in. Yeah. Well, I'm already in, but. Yeah. I I mean, mean, we'll already see it. uh, Scar Scar's kid is is coming back. Bill. 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 Okay. Bill's coming back. The director's coming back. Yeah. Like everyone who did the first one. And I think they're still going to have some flashbacks to the kids. And that would be great. Which because, I'm really excited about. Because those, that's what set the movie for me. That's what it really literally did. made this movie fantastic. Well, also, they actually made the kids hang out before they started filming the movie. Absolutely. Like, they actually, the director was just like, hey, you guys are going to be in this movie. I need you to be friends. I, yeah, I legitimately need you to be friends. I, I love that. I love yeah. that when when people think about this going, we want to show that these this group of kids are friends. Yeah. Well, three they months are. before we probably actually start filming <laughs> here, let's all go to Disneyland or some crap like yeah, that together and actually something. get to know each other so we can actually it comes across as we're friends and yeah. we really want to fight for each other. That's fantastic. And like I said, if chapter two, if these three make chapter two. It's already gone to a point of awesome. We're getting a sequel to it to yeah. holy crap. We're getting a sequel to it and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and honestly, with these three big names, I don't even know that you really need another big name actor. No, like you want to keep that to kind of a short list. Yeah. I, I, Cause I was, I was thinking about it. Like while we're talking right now, I'm like, who else would I cast cast? And I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't really think of anyone like right off the top of my head. Yeah. For the losers club. So it'd be really hard, but I'm kind of with you. Like you've got three big actors. Yeah. You can kind of get someone who, oh yeah, I remember that guy from so-and-so or something like that. Which is almost where Bill Hader is. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Hader is that guy going, I know him. Yeah. I've heard his voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's the SNL guy. Yeah. Just, I mean, we like him a little bit more because we're big in movies, but. I yeah. I'm a little bit more, but I'm like, man, that would be great to kind of just get a good core foundation and they're building it. So I'm, yeah. I'm ridiculously excited. So now. I, I'm really excited to see what they do with this movie. And honestly, Bill Skarsgård is also interested to see what they're going to do with this movie. I listened to a podcast with him yeah, and he was just like, I don't know where they're going to go uh-huh. and I don't know how they're going to top this, but I hope they do. See, I, <laughs> that makes me happy. Like there's yeah. something about it going, I like, he, you know, he's in. Yeah. And he didn't know what he was getting himself into. Right. And it just became this cultural phenomenon. Yeah. And of, like he was actually kept separate from the kids. I, that's fantastic. They, I was they, just like, you know what? I get that. I, and I know I've told you this and I probably said it on couch capades. Like they did the same thing that Ryan Reynolds did with uh, Amityville Horror. Huh. And, and during the filming of Amityville Horror, Ryan Reynolds actually stayed away from the kids and the family. That's right. Like he was in his own trailer away from everyone. So anytime he was not on set, he would just leave. Yeah. And at the end, like it got so bad and he separated himself so much that the actual kids yeah. thought he hated them. Yeah. And he Poor felt kids. so bad that at the end of filming, he just showered them with presents <laughs> and was like, no, it wasn't that it was how this character needed to be. Yeah. That I did it this way, which I understand. Yeah, I get it, but I, I still feel bad for those kids. Yeah. It was, it's just, it's cute. There's now scarred. Yeah. It's cute. How Ryan Reynolds actually really cares. And actually I think Abigail Breslin was one of the kids actors. If I remember correctly, probably remember, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Yes. If you remember correctly, if I remember correctly, I yeah. don't remember correctly right now. Okay. Well, you know, it happens. So everyone knows we collect games. Yes. We we love collecting. Love collecting games. Love collecting games. It's it's a weird hobby of ours. Well, it's not it's weird. Not, it, it's not that weird. It's not weird. It's just it it takes up a lot more time than you think it would. Just going on the hunt for games. On the hunt. Which, which we need to put on pause for a little bit yes, because of these other projects we're doing. Because of our super secret secret super project. Yes. Yeah, we do need to put it on pause and we probably will. But what's funny is a, I got a, uh, not an email, <laughs> but I, I found just. 
I was going through. What, what, what can we talk about? And this <laughs> one caught my eye. Game collector finds drugs hidden in NES cartridges. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. What? Are, are you it. kidding me? Are, so. It's a, this guy a, in Georgia who went to a flea market. Yes. And just random games that he, he found. He found the PAL versions. Like oh, that's actually why yep. he picked them up. Yep, is because version. they were PAL versions of what was it? Uh, roller games and golf. Yeah. So, yeah, the European Australian PAL versions. Okay. That makes. Yeah. So that's why he picked them up. He was just like, oh, yeah, I don't see these too often. Yeah. And then he was just like, wait, these are kind of heavy. That's, and that's what's funny. I'm like, wow, this, because we all know, or at least us who collect games, like when you pick up a cart from the SNES or the NES, you're like, you, know you have about a, how heavy it's Yeah, it's be. supposed to be about this heavy. And so like he picked it up and was like, this is a lot heavier than they're supposed to be. Yeah. That's weird. And so this it's guy like, ripped him open, like unscrewed the little screws. Ripped him open. He opened He the opened them up and found just two packs each two of these like weird packages two like dime bags i, I mean pretty i don't much. even know because i don't do drugs yeah i mean <laughs> I have no idea what they are they look like they're in tin foil yeah two tin foil like sealed off bags in these, in these cartridges. cartridges and they've been chilling there for like the last 30 years and like he called the police about it because he was just like, well, I don't know what to do with this. Let me call the police so that they can clear this. Exactly. Um, and they're thinking that there was some kind of drug ring between Europe and the U.S. using game cartridges. Exactly. Because uh, he found another user uh, who found something, right? Yeah, another guy who picked one up of his golf, fans. picked up one, and it had five thousand dollars in bills <laughs> dating back to nineteen eighty-five. Oh my goodness. I mean, I don't know what you would like. Like okay, they were the folded ones, up in the cartridge. The drug ones. Actually, I actually, I, I think it's funny that he called the police, but then I'm yeah. like, no, I probably that would actually too. makes sense. I would too. I'd be like, um, so I just uh, bought these the way, at a flea market down the street and I need to get rid of these drugs. Yeah. I, uh, there's cocaine <laughs> all over the place. Um, please help me. Please come help me. Please do not arrest me. Yeah. I am trying to be a good person. Yeah. Now That's about it. That also being said. I open up a cart and five thousand dollars in it. I ain't gonna say a word. No. I'm gonna be like, "Got you, boo." <laughs> I mean, that's just a happy thing for you. Yeah. But like, I would have no idea what to do with the drugs. Yeah, the, the drugs. I, I would. Yeah, I would call like the non-emergency yeah. police. Yeah, like, non-emergency um, number. So I just found these drugs. I, I I would love. I don't know if Europe has the same things, the same laws that we do here in the U.S. Because the uh, 911 calls are public access. Right. All we have to do is go request them. If it's the same way in Europe, uh-huh. I would love to hear this guy going, um, yeah, so my name is so-and-so. I live at so-and-so. This happened in Georgia. Oh, this did happen in Georgia. Oh. This happened in Georgia. It was the PAL version That's that he right. found That's in where Georgia. I got yeah, he got, you said that again. I wonder if we can do that. <laughs> that's if he called 911 and not the non-emergency yeah, number. Yeah, I wonder if that's the thing, too. Like, the non-emergency number, no one records, but the 911 calls. I don't calls, know. That's a good question. We should look this up and find so, out. guys, if you can help us out <laughs> and, like, leave us a comment on Twitter or YouTube, uh, find us under at the geek level, either place. Yes. The geek level. Um, yeah, just let us know what happens with that. Like, yeah. is the non-emergency police number public record? Yeah. That'd be very interesting to find out. I would love to hear that. I, I would too. Just very, just, just um, trying to explain, um, excuse me, explain what happened. So, um, I've got these three bags of, uh, cocaine that I don't these, do drugs. Uh, I'm going to be honest yeah, with you. I, I don't was just, know. I'm just a, to do with these. I think they might be 30 years yeah, old. Just, I mean, it ages with time. Apparently. I don't know, but <laughs> here you go. I have no idea. Uh, just, just take the drugs away from me, please. please. Please take them away. Please take them away. Please do I not. I don't want me. them. Please do not pass go. But yeah, that that one's just that's kooky to me. But it's very funny that I never thought about that. Yeah. I mean, when we go, there by, is a lot of space in yeah. those cartridges, though. It, like, there there's really a lot is. of dead space. And if I, you ever open one up or look online to see one open, yeah. I, well, and I saw that. I'm like, wow. Like it, I hate saying that's actually really smart. It really kind of is. But really kind of is smart. You got to give credit where credit's due. But yeah, it's just. And part never, of me is just like, well, should we start hiding money in our nest cartridges? <laughs> that way we know where it is. People aren't going to search it. 
That's a good point. That, like, and what, then that way, like when we die, people are looking for our money and they never find it. They, never and they just find sell it. off our nest cartridges and then for some like guy's a gonna be dollar. Like shaking it, and like I hear something in this. That's weird. I remember this no, podcast. No, no, no. We gotta, we gotta like fold it just right just so right. that it doesn't tape it, shake. Tape it down. Yeah, get some of your <laughs> double sided tape. Get some double sided exactly. That would be funny. That would be hilarious. That would be really funny for someone to just, oh, wow, I just found $100. Yay for me. I, yeah. I spent $10 on this yeah. game. That would be good. So going from old Nintendo to new Nintendo. New Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo has filed a patent, which doesn't really mean anything. They Grain have of salt. so many patents. Uh, but this is a crazy new patent patent and it might already be installed in the switch like the working for this i see that actually happening and it's basically you can take two switches and the patent pictures have the joy cons removed and like put them next to each other and you now have an extended screen yeah that's the long and short of it. The, the, the long, yeah. I, and for the moment, it sounds like they're just being controlled through touch, mm-hmm. but you can have the option of connecting controllers is what it sounds like. Yeah. I, I read this too, just so I, I understood it as well. And it's a, yeah, you're right. You can connect the joy. Con- you can connect the two switch screens, the two switch consoles together or multiple ones there. I actually saw, yeah. I went through the whole patent and there's it's one, a multi screen. Like they, they legitimately made yeah. a box and how you like, you tell the orientation of the patent or of the orientation of how it's the setup would be. So if you have two switches laying together on just on the ground, like normal, like long ways, like you just drag your finger from the left to right or right to left. And the, the system and the game understands. Oh, these two screens are here are here and and they're oriented. Yeah. Oriented. uh, That's the word I was looking for. They're oriented horizontally. Yes. Or you can put them vertically is what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like to me. Or you could put one, like, you can put them in sep- different areas. So, like, it's ledges and crap like that all over yeah. the place. And, like, one, you could stand one up. And the one and that's standing up is, like, it's not, a ball drop or something like I'm that. I'm not going to lie. I really think that this is going to have something to do with Nintendo Labo. I, I agree. Because Labo is coming out in the next week. Yes. So, I think that they're starting to look for Labo 2.0. I, I actually agree with you on that one. Because there, I was looking at Labo. I'm... I'm we're probably going to buy it. But At some point. Yeah, Not right away. Apparently, there is a way to connect two switches wirelessly yeah. together. So this this just makes sense. I don't know if we're going to have like a weird connector that connects the switch. I don't know switch. if it's going to be one screen goes straight to the other. Yeah, or how the orientation works. Yeah. But the, the application actually awkwardly makes a lot of sense. One, because yeah. it's Nintendo. Yeah. And Nintendo do what Nintendo do. Pretty much. And two, Nintendo doesn't seem keen on VR. And the more I'm looking at VR personally, the more I'm seeing how it's just, it was a great fad for two-ish years. Yeah. And it's slowly just going away. I mean, Bitcoin doesn't help at all because we can't get hands on a graphics card. Yeah. I'm actually kind of happy that we have not put too much money into VR. Yeah. Like, we have the PlayStation VR. But that's the the thing we talked about. It's the lowest point of entry. Yeah, it really is. Nintendo's always been, especially with the DS, the 3DS, AR. Yeah. And and I'm not saying this will be an AR application, but but it's But Labo is almost AR. And it is. It's almost AR. It's a very physical thing. And, I mean, that's what Nintendo does, is they want you to use your imagination with it. Yeah. So I and, and plus Nintendo is so big on you know what? We introduced this as a console, but I think that Nintendo always intended this to be a handheld. Yes. And for families to have multiple units. Yeah. And that's the thing. I know I, and I don't remember now, what we talked about. And Go. now because they have they've shown mm-hmm. that one family will have multiple units, like they've already started doing that. Yes, they they've already pulled that one off. And, and I, you're right. It, yeah, I think that that's when they were just like, you know what, let's go ahead and file this patent now. Yeah. Now uh, that look, Nintendo Labo is coming out, we've yeah. announced that, just all this other stuff. Let's go ahead and file let's, this patent. Let's do it. And you're right too, because as a console, only one console per household. Yeah. And I think Nintendo, because when they started out, it was take your console on the go. Yeah. And I know this year they've even said, we're going to kind of change up our um, marketing strategy mm-hmm. to do it where it's, let's push it as a handheld that you can play on the TV. Yeah. And more, and it really does go, all right, we need more than one. Cause as a handheld 
kids need different ones. Yeah. I mean, we have two. We know other people that are getting two. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, it it makes sense. It really does. Because um, with Brandy and Michael, like, they have one switch right now. Yes. And Brandy was telling me that, you know, sometimes Michael would go in and not meaning to, but he would play under her profile instead of his. Michael, pay attention. So, uh, yeah. Um, So, you know, just being able to separate that a little bit easier. Yeah. Like, if Nintendo can get some kind of price drop, then On I the think, Switch? yeah, I think that would help them a lot with pushing for this multi-screen. I will say, I, I, I agree. I, I don't agree. know if they can, but if they could get some kind of price drop to where it's more in the handheld area, yeah, then I see them selling so many more Switches. I do too. I, I agree. A price drop and, would definitely help. And I think part of where that's going to come in is they're going to start selling just the system and not with the dock. Yeah. I, I, I see that happening here. I think that's a great idea. I could see that happening to ensure a price drop. Yeah. Because that right there would take at least $50 off. And, and that's the thing. I would say like the price drop, if they do something like that, I would say the price drop would be 250 and yeah. it won't be until E3 2019. Oh, yeah. It's not going to happen this year, I don't think. Because it's it, too new. It's too new. And the, the way to pull it off, too, is I I still have money saying Switch 2.0 is going to come out in 2019. They're going to they're gonna show yeah. it at E3. Here's the Switch 2.0. Switch 1.0 is... 250. 250. And Switch I 2.0 think, is 300. Yes. I think they just flip what they're doing. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't I be think surprised. Right there, that point of entry will be so much more enticing to parents, people in general. Well, more enticing. More Maybe enticing. not much more enticing. Yeah, but more enticing. Because, I mean, they still, they're still I mean, fighting. That's still $500 for two kids. Yeah. I mean, they're still fighting Xbox, which uh, 1S is $300. Yeah. And that's that point of entry. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I hate to say it, graphics still win for most people. Yeah. But graphics still which win. Which is understandable. Which, which is fine. I'm, I'm a story-based person myself. Yeah. But that 250 mark. Because that's what I wanted it to be when yeah. it first got announced. I'm like, it's got to be 250 Like, we were both hurting a little bit. Yeah, 300 and hurt. And we were both just like, oh, really? 300 300 really hurt. Yeah. But, I, I mean, looking at it now, I I think 300 was right on the money because of- For what everything it, that it does. Well, for everything that it does, it is right on the money, which completely impressed me. Because this is the one system that I've ever had in my life going, I didn't know I needed that. Thank you, Nintendo. I oh, I knew that I needed it. I, I didn't know. Like, like for years I've been, I think it was, I think it was at some point where I was playing my 2DS mm-hmm. or just a DS. Like that's how long ago this was. And you were playing your 360 or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And I was just there like, you know what? I really wish that I could watch my DS game on, on a TV. A, on a TV. Yeah. And actually, I I do agree with you. I do remember. I think we had that conversation. We, we've had that even. conversation. I mean, I I have a 3DS, but I don't play it too much. Yeah. Because giant hands. Well, you don't have as many games that interest you on there. That's true. I I just bought it because I wanted the collector's edition. Yeah. And there's a couple Zelda. games. And then, yeah, I've got a couple Zelda a games. Couple games. I've that got you'll play. Monster you'll Hunter. Play. But yeah, it's one of those things like I, I, I'm now officially on the... I want it on the Switch. I've been on yeah. the, the train of I want like, it on the since Switch. It, since the Switch came out, you're just like, I want it on the Switch. Almost kill the 3DS because it's been real. It's been fun. But you know what? It's time. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Nintendo's ever going to kill that thing, though. I, I mean, we got games coming tough. out in 2019. Yeah. So I don't think they'll ever, it's, ever. We've got kill some that. time with it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just going on. It's like it's like this new video game magazine. That's coming out. Magazines it, are still a thing. Magazines are still a thing. And <laughs> I mean, because Kindle keeps on getting me, trying to get me to sign up for magazines for like a dollar for a ooh, year. Ooh. And I'm just there like, no, Kindle, no, I don't want no, your magazines. No thanks, but especially since it's it's a video game magazine. Yeah. That's what gets me. pretty cool. Because, I mean, we have Game Informer. Yeah. And off uh-huh. the top of my head, that's the only one, only video game magazine I can think of. I know, That's still around today. I know when I used to work at CVS, we would stock. There was an Xbox magazine and a PlayStation mm-hmm. magazine. I don't I know if those, think are, still those around. are still around. Okay, so I'm not a hundred percent sure. At least three, but this one is called "A Profound Waste of Time." I love <laughs> That's that an title. Awesome title so much. It's so cool. But 
What? So what's it talking about? Okay, so the, the, the idea is that it plays host to a rich variety of voices from inside and outside the video game history. Industry. Industry. And when you pull up a profound waste of time, APWOT.com, it literally says, is a new independent magazine that celebrates games as an art form. That's awesome. That I'm in. I'm 100% in on that but one. But we're also like looking for... Uh, art books art books to to collect and whatnot but i mean this one there's two it was a kickstarter that was back in 2016 2016 yeah and it it got so big that they had to push it back yeah they had like it doubled in size apparently which i absolutely love right now like on the website you can actually pre-order it Uh, Uh we are not affiliated I'm just throwing out an idea yeah. of people that I think are doing some awesome stuff. Yeah. And of course I'm in because it's shovel night. Yeah. The, the, the cover is shovel night, your favorite modern my, game, my favorite modern game. Well, modern platformer. Yeah. And it's, I, I love that. It's just stuff about games. It's not just reviews because yeah. I don't really re- I keep game informer, but I don't really read it. I'll see oh, what's coming up. That yeah. I need to keep an eye out on, but I, I I'm more interested in editorials and, like what this developer finding out of. about the developers, the, developer. and the artists, and, and the like directors, the, the pain they went through of we didn't think this was going to work, and, then and it we did. we magically figured it out at the very end, got it into the system or got it into the game code, stuff like that. I, I'm very interested about, and that's yeah. what I'm kind of hoping. This is where it's just video game developers inside and outside mm-hmm. of that industry where they're talking about the art and. Oh, we really wanted to go for this art, and it took us six months to finally pen it down because we couldn't all come to an agreement. And then one day, my little daughter came <laughs> up and she goes, "Daddy, I drew a character," and I fell in love with it. And everyone else did something like that. Well, where- like uh, Okami, I was just looking that up, uh-huh. and that was not supposed to be cell shaded. Seriously, that was supposed to be like more uh, real life graphics, uh-huh. but because it came out on the PS2. They just couldn't get the load times to n- sync up, uh, so somebody suggested the shell sa- shell cell shading, uh-huh. and that's oh. actually how one of the main game mechanics came in. Okay, that's cool. See stuff like that. That yeah. I find so interesting. It's so cool. That is so cool. Do they have a release date for this? Uh, release date for a profound waste of time. It looks to be uh, standard and special edition with an ETA of May of this year. So next month, crap, okay. crap. Yeah, okay, so the yeah, spe- that's awful for us. Yeah, the special edition, great is, for them, is a glow in the dark cover. That's pretty cool. It is sold out. That's okay. That is okay because it's that's all okay in British pounds. I don't even want to know how much that thirty-five <laughs> British pounds. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which was forty dollars. This one, the standard edition, is twenty British pounds, but to ship it to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. which is us, mm-hmm. it's twenty-five pounds. So we're uh-huh. paying more for shipping. Than we are for the actual, I'm guessing, book. They're saying magazine, but it legit well, looks like magazine might just mean that it's soft cover. Okay. I was like, it legit looks like a book. That's my guess. And so this is going to cost us like $66 oh or something like that. To Assuming get it, we can get it. To get it to Depends us. Depends on budget. Depends on budget. Yeah. Super secret, secret project. Yes. But I mean, if anyone want, anyone like is interested in that stuff, definitely go check this out. Please. I, I think this is awesome. Or if you want to get us our own copy, oh then uh, message us and we'll send you our contact information. P.O. box. That yeah. If this happens, I'll have to go make a P.O. box. That's fine. <laughs> we can make that happen. We can make that happen. But yeah, I, I, art. I'm I always find saying, art. Like, we appreciate gifts. That's, oh my God. And yes. we, we would love you forever. That's true. We will love you forever. <laughs> Even though we no, already love you no, now. You, but yeah. We, we love you. But we'll no, you, you don't. Nobody has to do no, that no. for us. But yeah. If you love art, if you love art in general or very interested in video game art or the industry itself, I actually, I am. This looks really cool. I am 100% behind this that yeah. I'm so sad that I didn't see this on Kickstarter. Oh, if I was on Kickstarter we, two years ago, we totally would have backed this. I would have backed this time. in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. So that'd be fun. Mm hmm. So what, what's, what's, what's this next thing about? Um,. The, this is uh, Sega. Sega. Sega's doing stuff. Sega. Sega is actually doing stuff. Uh, so they are coming out with a Mega Drive Mini. The similar, 14th one. Yeah, similar to the NES Mini and the Super NES Mini. Yeah. Uh, or Classic. 
Um, so you got really excited when you heard about this. I did. Yes. Um, have you read anything more about it? I have not. I, Do you I, want me to spoil it for you? Please spoil this for me. Okay. So you, re- you remember when the Sega Genesis flashback came out? Yes. And how it was made by at games. Yes. So is this one. Oh yeah. The mega drive is also being made by at may at games. Uh, it's their newest, uh, newest hardware that's going to be doing this. Okay. Uh, they also have done some retro Atari consoles. Yeah. I remember those. So I, I don't know. That that's, I don't know how excited I am about that's this. That's disappointing. Cause I thought this was Sega doing it. That's what I thought too. Um, and I don't know if at games had Sega's permission on the Genesis one. Uh-huh. Uh, if they did, then. Oh crap. God. Oh God in heaven. Um, well, cause I mean, that and that the biggest problem that I remember with that new mini or not the one that at games did that came out last year or a year and a half yeah, ago. The Genesis. The Genesis one. It had one Sonic game. Yeah. I'm like, how did you How do you do that? Yeah. You're a Sega system and you have and, one Sonic game. I and think by it was the way, two or three. Let's keep in mind that Sonic didn't come out until the Genesis. Yeah. It did not come out on the Mega Drive. So I don't, I don't know about this one. I Now that you said that, you yeah. did kind of like bust my bubble a little bit. Okay. So I can reinforce your bubble just a little bit for Sega. Okay. Not for this gaming system. Oh, no. I'm all for Sega. Um, But Sega is going to bring at least 15 games to the Switch. See, that makes me happy. So they've already confirmed Sonic the Hedgehog. It doesn't say which one. Yeah. Uh, Thunder Force 4. Yes, Thunder Force. And the one that I'm kind of excited about, Fantasy Star. I have too. I've heard about Fantasy Star, and I've been wanting to play it, and I just haven't had a chance. So I'm really kind of excited that this is coming to the Switch, because that's just fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I'm. that's the one I'm kind of excited for, too. I'm all for having some Sonic, obviously. Yeah. I love Sonic, but... Yeah, that Fantasy Star one actually caught my eye, too, going, I've heard nothing but good things about that game. Yeah. And I think we're on, like, Fantasy Star 5 or 6. Like, I don't I think know. It I feel out- like it should be, like, 20. I, I, it I mean, be. it came out on the on the Mega Drive. The yeah. Mega Drive came out in the U.S. in 1989. Yeah. I, I want And say- then the Genesis came out, like, 92-ish. Yeah. I want to say... Because I, I only know these things because I read Console Wars... Uh, and like they kept on talking about the year because yeah. I'm awful at remembering years. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're up there like five or six. Cause I remember fantasy star like camp, that. like a fantasy star came out on the PS4 recently. Yeah. And, and not like, very good. Apparently if I remember right. Well, I think fantasy star two was actually the big the best one. one. Yeah. I, I get that. No, no, it was fantasy star online. Yes. That's I think right. That that's one was one the big it. one. Yeah. I'm in for this one because I mean, so, again, I, mean, I want to try it. Games on the Switch, bring them to me, give them to me. I know I games that were announced. Another one that I'm stupidly excited for is the Mega Man X Collection One and Two. Oh yeah, and I think that's the July. Legacy X, the Legacy Collection, the Legacy Collections. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think X that's is July. July. Mega Man comes out in May. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mega Man just normal collection yeah. comes out in May, and then X, X is in is, July. I think it's like right at. It's right before our anniversary I think too, it like is. two days before. I, or something. I really, really think it is. So Ugh, that that'll be going to be rough. That's going to be rough. So so let, let, let's who's who's heard of the King of Kong? Uh that's what I thought. So, I mean, it's okay. So the King of Kong. He looks like he was in Pixels, the movie. He was, actually. If oh, I remember okay. Correctly. Yeah. Billy Mitchell is the King of Kong. He is known as the first person ever to reach a million points in Donkey Kong. Okay. Guinness World Book Record. Which has to be verified and this, which, that, and the other thing. And then Twin Galaxies is I guess, the company that verified it to um, Guinness, Guinness and all this stuff. And so he's been like riding high. There's been this weird rivalry between. How long is like how long ago did he get this? Do you know? Um, how long has he held this record? Is a great question. I should have looked that up. No, I do not know. It's okay. I figured I'd it's, ask. It's uh, 
There was a, a documentary in 2007 called The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters, about Billy Mitchell. Okay, so it was sometime before that. Before 20, or 2007. So. Yeah. But yeah, there's this weird like fight or of who got there first. Was it Billy Mitchell or was it... Um, Steve Weeb? Yeah, Steve Weeb. And so that, that's been kind of a very interesting old school argument. Well, it came down over the past couple months... Twin Galaxies came, went back and kind of looked at the footage, uh-huh. and something didn't look right. Well, come to find out that Billy Mitchell apparently used an emulator, which is not allowed. Which is not allowed. You you have to. It it is allowed, but you have to specifically say I'm using yeah, an emulator because that's a separate yeah that's a category separate, yeah world record holding. So yeah, you have to if you want the world record, you have to be using. Donkey Kong or authentic control, authentic boards. That's the word I'm looking for. The authentic boards mm-hmm. to actually be considered that like for his record that he had, he didn't, he didn't get the right one is the best way to put it. Yeah. He was not listed correctly. He was not listed correctly. So he's been stripped yeah. of his record. He's been stripped from the Guinness world book of records. Ugh. He is no longer the King of Kong. Like they literally so just sad. were like, and eh, that sucks for you. Bye. And just so, you know, it we got to transfer all of this to Steve Weeb now. Yeah. And just go through that one. And, but it's just, it's crazy to me that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I do kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time, this is kind of a face palm. Yeah. For all of them. Yeah. That it is, it is a face palm for all of them. So let's go ahead. Is that, that's our face palm. That of is the week. our face palm of the week. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just jumping around looking at stuff. Yeah, yep. John's been a little sc- scatterbrained today. It's okay. Yep. But that is our face palm of the week. Billy Mitchell getting stripped. I don't know. Would it be Billy Mitchell getting stripped of his uh, King of Kong? Or it took until think- 2018 to realize, oh, he's using an emulator. I think it's that one. I think it's that one, too. That's really the face palm. The face here. palm of the week. I mean, emulator, you can pretty much tell what an, when it is emulating and when it's not. If you say so. I haven't looked. Mm-hmm. I have never looked very closely into that. So I couldn't tell you. Yeah, that's true. I, I have looked a little bit only because I'm just, it's very interesting. Because John wants to set his own world records. I do want to set my own, own world records. No, that's crazy. Some of that stuff is absolutely insane. Yeah. Some of those speed runners or oh anything. My oh my God. That's more than impressive to me. Yeah. So what, what, okay, wait, wait, wait. We talked about a movie. Uh-huh. We've talked about the Tons Switch. Tons of video games. Yeah, we've, yeah, we talked about the video games. We've, we've oh, yeah, specifically talked about the Switch. Uh, let me do this. The Switch UI needs to be changed. Okay, I've got to get that in there. I missed the last uh-huh. two weeks. I'm uh-huh. sorry. How could you? I know. We have done our face palm of the week. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go back to video games now. Let, let's talk about oh god, Sony again. We never stopped talking about video games. I know. I know. Let, let, let's talk. Let's talk a little Sony though, because actually, Andrew House, the mm-hmm. former uh, chief, uh, the Sony. Interactive Entertainment Chief mm-hmm. Andrew House spoke at a conference, mm-hmm. and you totally didn't listen to me when I was talking to you before we started. No, I didn't because we weren't going to talk about this separately. We were going to roll this in with the next topic. Well, that's what I'm doing. Like I'm rolling this all in. Like he spoke at a conference. <laughs> okay, uh, I got. Yeah, I know what you said. I got this. So he spoke about both the. PlayStation 5. Well, actually, well, he didn't say anything about the PlayStation 5. About, he, was like, he, he talked about the future of gaming, the future of but gaming. not specifically the PS5. Exactly. And how he's he just kind of dodged around those questions. Yeah, we're getting, because he's no longer working for them and he can't. And he can't really do anything. But what really kind of got me mm-hmm. was streaming. Okay. The, the, the concept of what could be on the horizon for video games. Okay. And actually, entertainment in general. How does this fit with his talking at a conference? Because this is what he talked about at a conference. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is exactly what he talked about at a conference. Okay, see, you didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, th- th- this is... <laughs> I got lost. Yeah, he talked about th- this stuff at a conference, which kind of helps us lead into what is, what's okay. going to be our big topic, but we're just going to kind of clump them together a little bit. Okay. So, streaming games. When I, when I first got this article, I was like, okay, like Twitch... And YouTube yep. and stuff like that. No, no, no. Not this at all was, what they're talking about. No, not at all. This is actually talking about PlayStation Now and how big PlayStation Now has gotten. It's like fourteen ninety nine a month, and it's just games you legitimately stream from Sony servers yeah. onto your console to play. So, so you don't even really download them to your console. No, you don't download them to the console. You don't own them. 
Not at all. At all. You just play them. And I remember when they first announced PlayStation Now, PlayStation actually sent me the beta code and I got to actually play a little bit. I I just randomly tried like four games. Yeah. And at the time, four or five years ago when I did this, Uh it was awful. I hated it. Oh. Because, I mean, you're streaming a game and when it comes to streaming something to a specific place, you need good internet. Yeah. And we... And we suffer from not always having the best internet. Yeah. And so, I, and that's kind of, it was clunky. It, it buffered a lot. Yeah. But what Andrew House has kind of, kind of said was sh- streaming games is going to be the next inflection point. He actually said the opposite. Well, no, no, no. He, he said like it, it could be like, he, oh, okay. he, yeah, he said uh, he sees it going in that direction while still having discs. And everything else, because he understands and the article, it understands what I just said about Internet. There's some people out in the middle of nowhere who get absolutely awful Internet. You need a disc. You need to download it. Yeah. But what kind of gets me is that I see this picking up a little bit of steam because of one Xbox has created a whole cloud gaming division just on that one. Which is crazy to me. Two PlayStation has it. Mm-hmm. Three Netflix, four Disney flicks. Yeah, I think that's what we'll we'll, we'll call it that right now. <laughs> that, that's what we'll call it. But yeah, I see this kind of. I don't know if it's going to take away from people who buy the discs, but it's very interesting to like backwards compatibility because you don't need the emulation, you don't need the software, you can just stream it to your console. So I, I see that if it does it that way, I see Wait, it kind of. Don't you still need the software for this? No, you technically do not. If you're if you are streaming it from somewhere else, and all all your console is doing is receiving that, you do technically do not need any kind of emulation software okay. on your PlayStation Four. So in theory, yeah, we can play PlayStation One on PlayStation Four yeah. because how it's set up, but we can't play three. In theory, you can play three now because it it's coming from. Sony's servers and they're doing all the horsework, all the, all the horsepower, all the work to just where you're receiving the video. So help me out with something here because I'm still not sure that I understand this. Okay. How does this line up with Xboxes being backwards compatible with original Xbox games? Well, Xbox is doing it differently. Xbox, I think is, is understanding that. Yeah, we have this back catalog. There's, I want to say is emulation. I, I, that's a good question. Because I, you can now get the disc for these games and, and play it in, it in your Xbox in, one and your Xbox one. And that's the thing. The, uh, the power, how emulation actually works. And since Xbox probably has all the code, well, Xbox should have the code. God help them yeah. if they don't, they can, if it is emulation, all they have to do is up, like send a software update. And all it does is tell the processor and the eye how to read that disc properly. That's all it okay. does with how like, the PlayStation three, the big fat PlayStation three that was backwards compatible. Uh-huh. It had PlayStation two parts in it. Right. And then one which of the, what I have, now. which is what you have now. Yeah. One of those playstations, the 80 gig PlayStation yeah. three was emulated. And so some, like all the discs were read correctly. And that minus, was minus a couple. That was up until, uh, they put a out a software, software update. Yeah. And they took that away. And so that's what Xbox is. I, I'm assuming is doing is it is, emulation at, at its base form. I'm, I know I could be completely wrong, but as yeah. I see it base form emulation that they're just taking the code and going, this is how you read this disc. It's going okay. to be red dead redemption from the Xbox, but you're supposed to read it like this and play it like this. You know, what's crazy about all of this talk about streaming games. What's that? Sega actually talked about this really back in the nineties. Really? Yeah. Um, I didn't tell you about this beforehand because I wanted you to be surprised. Okay, no, I'm good. Um, so Sega actually was in talks with cable companies. What? They were going to have a channel. You might have heard of this with your shocked face. They were going to have a channel for the Genesis that you could tune to, that you could change your channel, and you could actually play stream Genesis games on your console that you didn't actually own. That makes sense. Okay, like that was actually a thing that they were talking about in the nineties. Because I, I'm, I was, I am 
on Facebook Marketplace, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Facebook Marketplace. I found a, a gentleman selling a 32X, a Sega CD, the Master System uh, Power Base, uh-huh. and he had a Sega TV thing that I've never heard of in my life. I was like, Oh, I think you mentioned that to me. And I was just like, this? I don't want to tell you. What in the world is this thing? But yeah, like they actually mentioned it in the book Console Wars. Uh huh. Uh, like they are in talks, they're going to try and bring this in. And that's actually one of the reasons that the, um, video game, oh, what's it? The rating system, the ESRB. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that they actually, that parents in Congress really pushed for it Okay, because they were just like, wait, now you're going to bring even more of your super violent games into my household with okay. this. All right. So I don't know if they ever actually got it off the ground. Yeah. The uh, book ended before they actually talked about it. Yeah. Um, but That's- yeah, like they were actually going to have this. I don't remember if you had to have a specific TV for it. Yeah. But it was going to be a cable channel. See, that's fu- that's crazy, too, because you can buy if you buy and correct me. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure if you buy a Sony TV. It has PlayStation Now already in it. And all you have to do is go buy a Sony uh, PS4 wireless controller, connect it to your TV, pay for the service, and you can play games on PlayStation Now off your TV without having any PlayStation. That's nuts. So it's very interesting. Like if we go to this service based model, I I don't know if I like it. I'm not sure because I still like. We we collect. Because that's the thing, like, it's the whole shift in society going from, I want to own everything, to, no, I'm okay with renting everything. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with renting everything, and that's what because, Netflix like, is. then you can't, like, go to GameStop and trade in your game, because it's all ca- cloud-based. It's all cloud-based. You don't, but on you'll the flip never side, technically own that game. But on the flip side, you're also paying less per month than you would on these actual games. Mm-hmm. See, my- so, it's even better than back in the day when you went to Blockbuster and yeah, would get games for your Genesis. Yeah, and you would end up renting it so many times that you could have just, just bought, bought the, the game. Thing, yeah, I, I literally just thought of this, too, when it comes to the idea of the streaming concept. We you don't own the games. Right. Technically, you don't own the games you actually buy either. But streaming, you don't own it. Yeah. What happens, especially for us, since we are. YouTubers, collector. No, we're YouTubers. Oh, YouTubers. I'm going okay. with this. Route. I wasn't sure which what way if, you were what going. What if we we do it this route? Where, I mean, it has to know what ISP it's sending us, sending the signal to uh-huh. for us to stream said game to play it, and we're recording it. Okay. In theory, they could PlayStation could shut down our PSN name if they don't like what we're doing. Technically, they could already do that. Yeah, technically, they can already do that, but. <laughs> If they don't like what they're doing, if we're streaming it, I just I mean, we've already got our PlayStation names out there. Yeah, that's true. We do. Well, I don't think mine is out there. Yours isn't. Mine are both of mine because people People have seen them. People have seen them pop up and my full name. I gotta change that. Way to go. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's very interesting because now we're looking at like the the, uh, Disney streaming coming out in fall 2019, which somehow. Is lining up right with the Disney and Fox deal being done in the summer of 2019. Yeah, that's crazy. So that kind of leads me leads me to believe this weird. We're gonna have Fox Disney done, uh huh, and they're gonna have the rights to everything. Yeah. And when Disney streaming comes out, they're gonna have Disney and Fox stuff to put to out stream, there, and which just blows my love ever loving mind. Yeah, I don't understand this concept because. Every single Marvel movie, everything is going to this Disney streaming thing. They're going to release all their TV shows. They're making a new live action Marvel show. They're making a couple new shows for their streaming for the, service. For the streaming service, yeah. The, a new Marvel show, a new di- a new uh, Star Wars show. Yeah. Um, obviously, a couple more just for the service for kids shows. Oh, a new yeah. uh, High School Musical show. I just oh read my that. God. Please and, no. And they're putting I about that was dead. No, they're, they're it's coming back. Ugh. They're putting about twenty five to thirty five million dollars into each show for ten God. episodes. Yeah, I mean Disney has the money, so yeah. let's go ahead Obviously. and do it. Obviously, but <clears throat> it, I find it interesting because again, this comes back to us and collecting. We we collect movies too, and we've really slowed down on collecting movies. Yes, because of this. Yeah, because of the streaming. Because we. We, we get, stream so many of our movies. Yeah, we really, really do. 
And I, I'm I'm starting to wonder what what's the next step in this? And this is where Disney comes into play for this one. Uh-huh. This is where I'm wondering how much power Disney will have and how much they want to do. Because we know ticket sales in theaters going to movies is dropping. There are yeah, a couple of sales are so low there. They've been consistently dropping since 2011. If I remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 2011, but they were the lowest that they've ever been in 2017, 2017 and 2018 because of black Panther. And actually let's just be honest, a quiet place so far, so far we've got a pretty good, Hey, look at that. We've got some good movies. This we're year. doing a little better. We've got this little movie called Infinity War coming out in a week. And those pre-sale, pre-sales are still beating, well, beat Black Panther beat, already. Yeah, it is the, it is the biggest pre-sale Which is movie ever. But my, my thought process, what I came to was, how, where do we go, or what happens when Disney decides to go, let's take this a step further. Because games as a service is becoming a thing. Nintendo said they're, yeah. they're working on that. Netflix is a service-based content provider. You pay them a monthly fee, they give you the crap. HBO, Cinemax, they all, I mean, hell, CBS. Technically YouTube Red. Yeah, technically YouTube Red. Where, I mean, yes, we have the, Disney's going to come out with a service, probably going to be, I would assume, 15 bucks a month. I don't know. I'm just throwing out an idea. Yeah. I'm hoping more for 10. (coughs) Just because that's kind of the going rate for most of these streaming services. Yeah, I know Netflix is bumping up to thirteen bucks now. If I remember, oh. yeah, I think thirteen bucks. They've they've yeah. increased. Hulu is pretty cheap, but they have so many commercials. That first world par- oh, problem, baby. Seriously. But all right, let's let's say at base price you get fifteen dollars. You get all the movies that have come out, all the TV shows, and all this stuff with no commercials. With no commercials. Disney. No commercials. No Disney. commercials. I know. I might my, my, excuse me. Sorry. My computer's uh, John's computers. Die. So dying. What happens when Disney looks and Disney has to be looking at box office sales. Yeah. They're a little different because it's a Disney movie. They've got the power. People are going to go see that movie. Well, Also, it's family friendly. It's very- so you don't have to try and find a babysitter or send the kids to bed and just stay up and stream a movie. Exactly. So you can just take the kids with take you. you. Take them with you. You're going to have a good time. You're going to buy the tickets. Yeah. But what happens if Disney goes, we're going to day and day release or even just release our brand new movies coming out on the streaming service? Yeah. Kind of like what Netflix is doing. But. Instead of net, but it, it's a Disney movie and we tack on an extra, what do you say? $15 a month to get these movies the day they come out on Fridays. Uh, it depends on how many movies it is per month. Uh, depending on how, so yeah, depending on like, how many movies, I mean, you could tear this stupid thing out and be like for an extra $25 a month, you're going to get every movie coming out. God, that is so expensive. So in theory, you're paying so expensive. $15 a month to oh. enjoy Disney movies. Good God, you are expensive. Yes, because I... Why I, are you so expensive? I'm thinking like a CEO, gosh okay, darn it. Okay, so here's the thing. Disney is actually going to want to keep it somewhere around $5. Yeah. Because that's going to get so many more people to sign up for it. Exactly. And they will gain more money off of that than they would off of ticket sales. Because ticket sales, they have to split that with the theater. With the theater, yeah. So even at $5, okay. they're still bringing in a profit. Okay, so yeah. And that's what I'm saying. What if we, instead of the $15, what if it's an extra $10 a month? At a month, you're paying $25 a month. Let's say that the streaming service is $10 Okay, a let's month. say... Let's stre- make this family friendly. friendly. Okay, so you're, the streaming service is $10 a month, and the, the add-on bonus of seeing movies either day and day... Day and day, he means day of. Day of, it comes out, or heck, even a week later. Oh my God, you said heck. Well, I How said hell you? earlier, so... And I said <laughs> it again, so... So you're spending $20 a month. To me... That's more enticing not to go to the theaters. And I love the movies. I love yeah. going to the movies. But I, but like, there's no reason for us to go to theaters. We don't get the popcorn. No. Like, I'm we don't like ices. Uh, they brain freeze. We don't drink soda. No. Like, we've given all this up with our diet. Yeah. So, I mean, there's very few reasons for us to go to the theater. But to enjoy the movie. Yeah. But if if families can enjoy the movie at home... Then why would why would they go? Yeah. Why pack the kids into the car? Try and keep them quiet. They're going to kick the seat backs. Exactly. So I find I wonder wonder if this model is something Disney's kicking around 
because they you, would be stupid not to. Because you're right in the sense that even if it's five dollars, five or ten dollars, it doesn't really matter. How many people are going to remember they have that service? I mean, especially if they have. I have no idea what all Disney owns, but if they have any stock in a company that sells TVs, can you imagine the TV sales for big scale TVs so that True. people can just stay home, stay home and just do it that way? Yeah. I yeah. don't know if they own stuff. Uh, I'm trying to, I know Disney will own Fox, so they'll have 20th century Fox, uh, Fox searchlight. They have Disney has obviously Marvel star Wars or Luke's film. Um, uh, Buena Vista. Um, there's one more. They could get DreamWorks with this. They could. Yeah, I want. I I don't want them. DreamWorks. DreamWorks is the one. The DreamWorks distribution. Yeah. For their cartoons is the one I want to know how that's going to work with this deal. Because I want DreamWorks to stay stay alive. I wanted to stay away from Disney in general, to be honest. Yeah. But because their their movies are different enough from Disney that I want them to stay their own separate entity. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a question. Like. To everyone out there, like, would you be willing to spend 20 bucks? The, you, the $10 for the base package of Disney streaming, you get everything they're going to give you. And then for an extra 10 bucks a month, you get a, the new movie. Let, let's even say Avengers. If this was happening right yeah. now, you would get Avengers on April 26th, 27th. Yeah. If 27th. That's, is, if that's the Friday. Yeah. That yeah. you get it April 27th. Like you could stay up until midnight, midnight. your time. And go ahead and watch it. And watch Avengers. Is that worth... I, I, a lot of people say well, that that's worth the extra $10. But yeah. then you got the other movies that are coming out that people are going to forget. Oh, yeah, I'm paying an extra $10. Exactly. And Disney's just raking in the money like they already are. Yeah. And sooner or later, they'll probably buy WB. Oh, Sony. That's the one that's I heard that is on the brink of needing to be sold. Sony. Oh, yeah. So they might actually get Spider-Man oh, full on. They could. And I, I see them they doing could. that. And at that point, depending on what they buy for Sony, yeah. they could also have more stakes in PlayStation yeah. and TVs. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a scary world. It really is. Where Disney, own, like Disney would own everything. Yeah. Because I think, doesn't Sony have a stake in like Paramount as well? Probably. And if that's the case. Let's face it. Paramount is already kind of dying. Paramount's already dying. But if they, if me being a really nerdy. If Sony has a stake in Paramount and Disney buys Paramount, Sony gets the right, the rights back to a Hulk single movie, like where Hulk, it's just the Hulk. That's how they got around. Wait, Sony would get the rights to it or no, Disney would get the rights to it because Paramount owns the right, the the rights to a individual standalone Hulk movie. There will never be an MCU Hulk movie. Because Paramount still owns those rights. Oh. That's why that's how they got around Thor Ragnarok and put Hulk in there because okay. he wasn't the main star. Well, I mean, Hulk's been in what, three movies? Three movies. Now? But yeah, that, that's how they get around yeah. doing that. And now that I'm thinking I don't think Sony does own Paramount. I think that's Viacom. That's my bad. Oh. Yeah, that's Viacom. So Viacom okay. owns Paramount and so all that many stuff. companies. There's so many companies to keep track of. <laughs> but yeah, just would would you do that? I think I would. Would you pay more for that? Would you pay more for that? Like, what's the limit that you yeah. would go? No. And w- if Disney does it, everyone else does it because Disney was the one that go well, that went. We're not doing HD DVD. We're going with Blu-ray. Yeah. And everyone followed suit. Yeah. So if Disney goes, we're going to go ahead and do this with the, our mm-hmm. movie releases. We're going to rake in more money that way. Yeah. How how long before everyone else follows? Which. Well, no, I don't want to get into that today. Yeah. Which in theory would just suck because I like going to movies. Yeah. I do. I, I, I really going, do like going like, to movies, but I also understand the hassle of going to movies yes. because you have to set so much time aside. Yes. I mean, and you have to figure out food. You have to figure out getting to the theater. And we're just two people. And I feel yeah. bad for the parents that like. Like I, the, any anybody who's a parent and actually gets to places i'm just like you know what you are my hero yeah you you i tip my hat to because you because i see what my sister and brother in law go through with their two kids and i'm just like you are my hero for doing this yes so that's that for this podcast yeah i, I kind of the streaming thing is very interesting to me i'm i'm very interested to yeah. see where it goes it's going to be interesting to see so i don't you know what leave us a comment yeah a thumbs up a like uh, you can leave listen, us a review. A review. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Play, Buzzsprout, Buzzsprout, 
YouTube. Well, I put, we put the podcast yeah. on YouTube as well. Um, and pretty much anywhere. Aren't we on Spotify? I have not gotten that email yet. Hey, if we're on Spotify yeah, and that's on, where you're listening to us, please let uh, us know. Let us know. Yeah, because I, 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 I actually <laughs> asked to be put on Spotify like yeah. two weeks ago, and I have not gotten an email going, hey, by the way, you're on Spotify. So on social media, we are The Geek Level. We're on Twitter. Facebook. Not Snapchat. Well, we are, but we don't Well, know yeah. Instagram. Uh, Vero. And still. Yeah. And then, I mean, now. subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow the podcast here. And I guess past that. Don't forget. Always level up. <laughs>